Happy birthday to you. She wrote the happy birthday song. She did not write the happy birthday, birthday song, but the reason the reason that I am allowed to sing it on this podcast without worrying about someone coming after me for money is Jennifer Nelson. <gasps> what? She wants to make a documentary about the origins of the song Happy Birthday. She finds out about the the Hill sisters, Patty and Mildred Hill were educators. They wrote a song in 1893 called Good Morning to All, and they copyrighted it, and they published it in a book called Song Stories for the Kindergarten. And if you've ever heard the song Happy Birthday, you already know the tune of Good Morning to All. I was just singing it in my head. Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women in history. I'm Justin Xavier. I'm Sam Eggers. And I'm Sarah Gorski. And today I am covering Jennifer Nelson, who, well, here I'll, I'll just start here. Happy birthday to you. She wrote the happy birthday song? She did not write the happy birthday, birthday song, but the reason... The reason that I am allowed to sing it on this podcast without worrying about someone coming after me for money is Jennifer Nelson. <gasps> what? She is responsible for getting the song Happy Birthday put into public domain by suing uh, Warner Music, the company that claimed to own the rights to it. Oh, Why do they claim to own the rights God. to it? Did they have it in some dumb movie or uh, something? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's actually... A, that's where the the broads who wrote the song are actually a part of the story. So there are oh. broads within broads in this episode. Oh, a multi broad. Yeah, I yeah, oh. started with Jennifer Nelson. A multi broad episode. I'm here for yeah. it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I the reason I even stumbled upon any of this is because I was writing my uh, Corona quarantine screenplay. It's not about that, but it's my like creative project while we're all trapped inside. I wanted to just get something out so I didn't feel like a big blob. So I was writing it and it opens on a character's birthday and I really wanted to write the song in and I was like, wait, what if I have to pay for that? That's absurd. So I looked it up and found out that in 2015, this court case happened where the song went from being owned by Warner Chapel and is now freed. So I'll start the story. Um, when this happened, there were like clips of Stephen Colbert like the, we can sing happy birthday for the first time and I'm like oh wow I completely missed this moment in recent history but here we go Wow! so the reason she got involved in all of this is she was living in New York she's a freelance filmmaker and she was working on MTV's My Super Sweet 16 yeah I remember that show <laughs> right <laughs> super trashy show about spoiling children it's yes. great yeah <laughs> I think I remember seeing it and being like, I want a super sweet 16, but knowing full well that like never in like a remote chance of hell right. would my parents ever give me anything remotely close to that. Yeah. I think I have like yeah, yeah, big, yeah. big memories of having the same feeling, Sam. So yeah. maybe it was, yeah, yeah maybe my, it was a suburban white girl thing. Completely. <laughs> oh. Every, everyone I went to high school with wanted a super sweet 16. So you're, you're not alone. But she got curious about the origins of the song Happy Birthday because she was constantly they were paying for the rights to the song for this show because it's it's about birthdays so she finds out about the the hill sisters their names are patty and mildred hill and they were born in kentucky 
And so she flies there to just to just she wants to make a documentary about the origins of the song Happy Birthday. That's like her sole purpose in going. Um, Patty and Mildred Hill uh, were educators who were heavily involved in the kindergarten movement, which I didn't realize was a movement. Did either of you know that? Was that like a movement to get kids into kindergarten? Basically, it to was to create kindergarten. It was like before officially there were schools called kindergarten. There was this movement put forth by Friedrich Froebel, who he was a, a, ch- a child uh, development researcher and realized that kids learn different things at different stages. And he was like, at this age, they should really be learning things through like songs and stories and games. And so he really pushed this movement forward called the kindergarten movement, which I think is why kindergarten is called kindergarten, designed to help kids learn at that five-year-old age, approximately. Wow. wow. I had no idea. Right? I'm like, these things I'm learning, <laughs> just looking up the happy birthday story. Uh, and it became popular in the early 19th century. So they were like early adopters of this kindergarten movement, Patty and Mildred. And because they were adopters of this, they started writing original songs to sing to the children in the classroom. And they wrote a song in 1893 called Good Morning to All. And they copyrighted it and they published it in a book called Song Stories for the Kindergarten. And if you've ever heard the song Happy Birthday, you already know the tune of Good Morning to All. I was just singing it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, Good morning to all. <laughs> yep. That's, the, that's exactly oh my God, it. That's how Happy Birthday was born. Yeah. So because the, the tune of that song became so popular, it, it kind of became their like theme song. <laughs> they every time they'd go to a party, people were like, "Oh, sing that song you wrote." And they would and they'd come up with new that lyrics. song you wrote for kindergartners? Yes. <laughs> yes. And so they'd just they'd just oh, come people. up with new lyrics off the top of their head every time they went to a new occasion. And if they went to a birthday party, they had a version of it that they would sing called "Happy Birthday to You," which was just their good morning to all song with "Happy Birthdays," <laughs> the lyrics that we all know. I'm less impressed with "Happy Birthday" now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Now, like every time I hear it, I'm just gonna like laugh because it's this kindergartner song. <laughs> And also, it was an afterthought. It was like, the song isn't really, the birthday isn't the point. Yeah. Good morning is the point. Good morning to all. (laughs) We got to start this day. We got learning to do. Also, happy birthday, I guess. Yeah. So by the 1930s, this song was making the rounds as the very first singing telegram. Uh And then it was also featured in a Broadway production, and it was featured, it started showing up in cartoons. The the Hills, unfortunately, died without technically copywriting the Happy Birthday (gasps) lyrics. Oh, no. What? But they had copyrighted the tune and the original song, Good Morning to All, in their book. So it was, like, very easy to track that, well, it's their song. They wrote it, and everyone who knew them was like, well, yeah, they wrote the Happy Birthday song. We've just been singing it since then. Like, they came up with it at my kid's birthday. Except the book had Good Morning to All, not Happy Birthday. Exactly. And so the Summy Company, which had published the songbook that they wrote, 
started registering multiple arrangements of happy birthday, like piano arrangements, and started charging licensing fees to anyone who used the song. Oh, the dicks. Yeah. They did, were, they, did, they, did they pay the Hill Sisters for that? They were dead at the time. They waited until they died, and they were like, Those. you know what? We published that book. That's our song, actually. Bastards. Yeah. So... Uh, in 1988, the Summit Company was bought by Warner Chapel, and uh, Jennifer, in her research, discovered that the Warner Chapel Company was making about $2 million a year just from Happy Birthday. Oh, my God. Oh. And uh, other like interesting things I, I found out in my research is the fact that they were so strict in charging people licensing fees for the song is why if you go to a restaurant and ask them or tell them it's your friend's birthday, they don't sing happy birthday. They sing some right. made up song for, for their company. I did know that. I did actually know that. Oh. I think I've just had enough friends that worked in restaurants that like, they were like, oh yeah, no, we can't legally sing it. You can now. That is so infuriating. I know, right? That that company just took, said it was theirs. Yeah. So when she decided to make her documentary about the origin of the song, she had to pay to use the song in the movie. And she had to pay $1,500 <sighs> to use it for the documentary. And she was like, this feels like bullshit. I don't know. Because I found out that somebody else wrote it and you're claiming that you own it, but you also have no proof that you ever bought it from them. So she found this this lawyer who had completely independently of all of this published an article challenging their claim to own the song and he said that what really caught his eye was that he saw uh he watched some movie that had happy birthday in it and he watched through the end of the credits and he saw happy birthday to you melody written in 1893 copyrighted in 1935 oh. and he was like that is a big gap mm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is 42 years where no one just copyrighted it okay that seems a little fishy so uh on june 13th 2013 jennifer she'd been working with them for a little while and she filed a class action lawsuit against warner chapel for their claim to own the copyright in 2015 the judge ruled that happy birthday was public domain and warner chapel had to pay a 14 million dollar settlement to licensing cases dating all the way back to 1949 yeah. So people got their money back. Yeah, they did. They had to pay. Oh, yay. This is a great story. I love stories that end like this. <laughs> Wait, did the Hill, like, did the sisters have any relatives that ever saw any any of the money at all? Like any kids or anything like that? I don't think so. I didn't find anything oh. about Hill relatives or, like, heirs. Oh, well, anyway, that's still a really happy ending, though. That makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Me you can too. stop charging everybody for using happy birthday now, bruh. What a cool thing for her to do. For her to not just be like, that sucks, and leave it, but be like, I'm going to do something about it. This is stupid. Right. Because she was only out $1,500, and she made a, a short documentary called Saving Happy Birthday, which <laughs> is where I got most of this information from. Uh, it's just available for free to watch. And Do you think we're going to start seeing it in restaurants again? Maybe. I mean, you could. <laughs> If, I don't know if everybody knows that. We should just spread the word. We should. So yeah, that's uh, that's Jennifer Nelson and the story of the ballad of the, the happy Hill birthday. Sisters. Well, do you happen to know if she's working on anything now? If she's like doing any other documentaries or anything? It looks like she's uh, she's had a, a, a multi-year gap 
and she might be developing something or maybe she's working on you know one of the tv shows that she worked on before but it's it's not showing that she's super active recently at least that i've been able to find that's so cool i love this story uh, so yeah, so that's it. That's a super short story, I guess. That was only hey, 13 minutes. Hey, sometimes we gotta have a short one. I Alas. loved it. It was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Jennifer Nelson. Now you, now you know. And now we know. Oh, God, we'll have to pay for that. <laughs> we might. <laughs> Cut it out. But not if we want to sing happy birthday at the end of every podcast. Good morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to support the show, leave us a review on iTunes. It makes us more searchable and helps us find new listeners. Or you can just tell a friend about the show. That also helps us find new listeners. You can reach out to us on Instagram if you have any ideas for broads for future episodes, at broads you should know, or send us an email at broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. We will be back next week to tell you all about another broad that you should know. Or you can head to our website, broadsyoushouldknow.com, to find all of the resources and, and sources that we've used to find this information. Thanks again for listening, and see you next week.